Cavalier EQ is finally finding its stride while the riffs are on shaky ground. This is the MCOCME podcast, and I'm your host, Zach Rossi. This month's Cavalier EQ, in my opinion, is the perfect marriage of a few ideas that Cavalier EQ has been kicking around for a few years now. If you were there on day one of the Cavalier Monthly EQ, which I think was September of 2020, it was a whole new thing. You know, harder fights, stronger PI, more, you know, rewards to be had. The only thing I don't like about it still is that you don't really get any good rewards for, you know, your initial completion. You have to explore the whole thing. But the people at Kabam have made Cavalier EQ way more fun this month because they finally decided to marry the ideas of having class chapters and also hashtag chapters together. It's awesome. It's way more fun. It's encouraging a very you know diverse roster of champions to go into quests. If you look at the old Sarge's uh, monthly Cavalier EQ guide, he's got some really great options this month. There's some really cool champions that you can bring in because like with the hashtags, for example, if you look at the uh, 2.2, the Inhumans, you can bring in Karnak. And guess what? He's a pretty solid MVP because he gets kind of like this you know, double dip bonus for being a inhuman champion. Plus he's also a skill champion. He's really fun. Now I know a lot of players probably either aren't reaching for Karnak or they probably don't even want to, but there's other options to be had. And I tell you what, I'm a big fan of it. I also like the fact too, that like with the hashtags, they kind of got the harder ones right out of the gate. Like 1.1, I know it's giving a lot of players fits because they don't really understand how the node works. But here's the thing. That node, that quest, if you really read the details, read between the lines, it's designed to make you a better player because it's all about the reparry, which is what a lot of players kind of struggle with. Like me. I kind of do struggle with reparry, but this quest made me so much better about it because what you have to do is kind of get rid of that stun shield and then stun them again to inflict a passive bleed. And then once you have that on, you can just do whatever. You can just let the damage fly. It's awesome. And then... You know, if you look at 2.1, uh, 3.1 and 3.2, it's all about the classes. So it is divided in half between hashtags and classes, and it's awesome. Uh, 2.1, pretty much just bring in She-Hulk, and she can do everything. Red Hulk's a really good option as well. Or, via Karate Mike, the OG Hulk cheese, which is bring in Silver Surfer, Hulk OG, and She-Hulk just for some extra damage. But uh, every time that the Hulk is getting a passive fear from being poison immune via the global node. If he stuns the opponent, that stun duration increases and you can just kind of spam an SP one and then finish them off with an SP two. It's over. It's fun. Cavalier EQ has become so much fun this month. I just wrapped it up today. Uh, my rewards, you know, not bad. Got myself a six star moon Knight, which whatever, I guess that's, you know, the MCOC world telling me, hey, now you got to go watch Moon Knight, but we'll, we'll see about that. But Cavalier EQ this month was so much fun. I got through it with ease. Maybe my roster's gotten better. Maybe I've gotten better. I don't really know. But I will say, I love this idea, and I hope that they continue this format going forward because I'm all about champion diversity, and I'm all about reaching into your roster, picking out champions that you really haven't used in a while, and taking them out for a nice little jot around the battle realm and just kicking ass it's so much fun it's cool like when i can bring out my uh six star karnak and watch him do a lot of damage and have a good time with the same thing with my uh five star luke cage and then obviously when it's like you know this month with the mystic on uh, 
those prowess buffs you get from uh, nullifying things, Symbiote Supreme, Mojo, Black Widow, Clairvoyant, Doctor Doom, all heavy hitters, they wipe the floor with that content. And the boss fights, not that bad. If you really just read the nodes, if you kind of do everything, you know, prep-wise, you'll be just fine. I do like that they are putting these little question mark boxes so you don't really know who the boss is going to be. But if you look at whatever class they are, just bring the right counter, you know, get that class advantage, you'll be fine. But I'll tell you what's not fine. The rifts. I know, I know, I'm, I'm shitting on the new uh, side event and we're not really even a week into it. But here's the thing. I'm not really a fan of the rifts. I've never been a fan of this. Like, it was kind of similar. I think the first rifts were maybe in May of 2020 with the Black Widow Deadly Origins room, like the Red Room thing. I could be wrong about that. But regardless, I don't like the rifts because here's the thing. All you're really doing is just frivolously spending your energy on a quest that may or may not yield you really good rewards. The only way you can actually have control over what you do is if you spend a lockpick to go pick your own path, which I've heard you got to wait for like week three or four to really kind of start, you know, getting some good rewards. But here's the thing. You're still at the mercy of RNG. You know, oh, chance it. Well, okay, I'll chance it, but Next thing you know, you're doing like three runs of the same path. You're not even getting anywhere like close to what you want to get. And also there's what, like 1,500 six-star shards in this um, week one in the legendary? I don't know. Not really worth it to me. Especially after this last month where we had a lot of really cool rewards in the women's side event. I just feel like the rifts, they kind of got to do away with it. If they did something that was kind of similar to like a Mutant Treasure Island, which I know that I have cited on this show a bunch of times, but it's still a really good side event. I just wish that there was a little bit more player control over what they could earn in this side event. Because all you're doing, like I said, you, you jump in, you get seven attempts, and then you're just like, oh, I gotta, I'm wasting my energy on this thing. And I don't really want to waste my energy on a side event in which I really don't have any influence over. Because no matter what I do, even though I say chance it, I'm never going to get the proper path that I want. And if I do, it comes maybe on like the second to last or the last attempt after you've just done like five or six of the same two or three paths. So with the rifts this month, look, I understand that they're trying to shake up some content, but the rifts, they gotta go away. I don't like them or change them up so you can do more things where it's like you're collecting keys. Maybe you have to like pick a lock and you can only pick a lock from doing this to that kind of thing, you know, or you got to defeat this uh, spider verse champion or this sinister six champion. I don't know, just something a little bit more creative. I just felt like it was kind of like a, it it was kind of like a, a, like an afterthought to me. It's like, ah, we got to put something in there. Oh, what should we do? What should we do? Well, let's just do like riffs. Let's just kind of copy and paste something from like, you know, a couple years ago, but we'll put Black Cat with it and Spider-Verse Champions and whomever else we want. I, I don't know. I just feel like the the riffs are not the best side event, especially right now, because April's usually a good month for stuff. And um, I don't know. I just feel like after my first initial completion of doing 
legendary, like doing all seven runs, I'm just kind of like, all right, meh, whatever. I mean, the solo objectives are, are kind of where it's at with this thing. That's that's like the only real saving grace for this whole thing because you can get a nice little five-star awakening gem. You can get some other shards, some other little, you know, rewards for ranking up and stuff like that. But I just feel like the juice is not really totally worth the squeeze. I wish that it was a better idea. I wish a little bit more time was kind of put into it. I understand that March was very busy with, you know, 7.4 dropping, the women's side event, all this other content that was just coming at us at freaking white knuckle speed. But I hope that for next month, or at least, at you know, as we progress further into this month, I hope that the rifts get a little bit better in their rewards. Um, save your lock picks. Just kind of, you know, wait until week three, week four. There's plenty of other people out there that have some videos on how, you know, how to, you know, balance those in a very efficient manner. But for me, if I do the rifts, I'm probably not even going to bother doing the other lower difficulties because I just want to look at the rewards. I want to see what's there. And if there's anything that I'm not really into, I'm just not going to do it. And this might be kind of a, you know, a very cruise control kind of month for me. I think I might just try to like, you know, unit grind and do some other stuff, which is fine because hopefully the uh, latter half of the spring here and into the early summer, we'll see some really cool content. We'll see some really cool events and we'll start getting a little bit more busier in the battle realm. But let me know what you think about the riffs. Let me know what you think about Cavalier Monthly EQ. If you haven't checked out the old Sarge's guide, uh, I would go check that out. He can definitely help you out. He does a really great job with it. It's out monthly. It's got, a, you know, very pretty pictures in it. It's got nice uh, information as well, and it'll make you a better player, and it will save you on revives, potions, units, and headaches. But that's it for me. Uh, I hope you all have a great weekend. It's Friday. It's actually kind of cold down here in Nashville. It was sort of snowing earlier. It was like this kind of rain, sort of sleet mix. It was cold. It was, you know, windy. Not my kind of springtime weather, but... Maybe I'll just hang in tonight. Maybe I'll just relax. I don't know. Got kind of a busy uh, busy spring on the horizon. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But anyway, hope you all have a great Friday night. And I will talk to you all next time on the MCOCME podcast.